0: What's up everyone? Welcome back to the Absolutely Podcast. Today is one of those days. I've already started recording like five separate times and I just can't seem to get my words out. So hopefully fifth time is a charm and I can deliver everything I need to say today because today I have a really good episode for you and there are going to be some hard truths in this one. Some of these might sting, but you know what? You need to hear this and there's a reason that this idea was put on my heart today and I think it is to touch you guys. So the five things sabotaging your fitness journey is what I'm going to be talking about today. And when I was kind of planning today's episode, I was going to do like talk about something like alcohol in your journey, fitness journey or like something like that. But I I wanted to go deeper today. I wanted to have a deep conversation about What is really holding people back from achieving their fitness goals? And I like to think of this as like a tree, right? Like the top of the tree and the things that you see on the outside is the results of what's underground, right? The roots. And I'm going to be talking about what the roots are to your fitness journey and what the roots are to actually achieving your goals and actually having a plan and a lifestyle that you truly are obsessed with. And that is the reflection of the the tree, right? The tree, you know, the roots become, (laughs) come before the tree. And if we don't have those roots firmly planted, you're going to consistently struggle to actually make change with your health and fitness and to actually see the results you want because you don't have that firm foundation. So I'm going to be talking about five things I most commonly see with women that sabotage their fitness journey. And You know, it's sad. I've talked to hundreds of women at this point, you know, worked with a couple of hundred women, and I've been able to really boil down the five things that are holding people back from actually achieving their goals. And these five things are pretty simple. Like there's nothing crazy or revolutionary but so many people get so caught up in the like fitness the doing the right workouts doing the right nutrition that they don't think about the things that actually are important and the habits the mindsets that need to change in order to have those things work yes the plan works there's so much information out there right like you can go on chat gpt you can go on google you can go on instagram you can go on tiktok you can find a plan so why why is ha- or a lot of America obese, overweight, not able to lose weight and struggling with their health and fitness? It's because they're actually not working on the roots of what's going on. Not just the outward sexy things like the plan and the workouts and getting to the workout classes, right? It's so much deeper than that. And a lot of people don't want to do the inner work in order to get to the outer work. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm just going to head right right into the episode. To be honest, I didn't really have that crazy of a week or weekend. I played some pickleball, did some golf, and now we're here. And it's my favorite day of the week. I record absolutely on Mondays and I always look forward to it. So let's just drop, let's drop into this message because I, I, you guys need to hear this today. So the number one thing that is sabotaging you on your fitness journey is you, your mindset. And honestly, I just should have put you as the first one because the only thing that is preventing you from achieving your goals is you, nothing else, Right. Your fitness journey is one thing that is literally dependent on your decisions, what you're doing on an everyday basis, and it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. It's your decisions. It's what you put in your mouth. It's how you exercise, right? And if you're not delivering on that, you are always going to be what holds yourself back. So I didn't put you as the first one, but I should have. That's like the zero bullet point. The number one thing, though, is mindset. Your mindset is going to be something that you battle Every single day with your fitness journey and I battle every single day of my fitness journey as well. You're going to try to compromise with yourself. You're going to try to talk yourself out of things. You're going to try to rationalize things and do girl math and figure it out. And your mindset is going to be something you have to learn to overcome and retrain your brain when it comes to your health and fitness. And I'm going to kind of go over a few of the mindset things that I most commonly see that women, that women, you know, tend to struggle with. Number one is the all or nothing mindset. So thinking you need to be absolutely perfect or doing nothing at all. And this is probably the most common one that I see. And it's because, you know, you are either zero or hundred and there's, they, people struggle with kind of being in that middle ground. And I'm a coach. We are a company for athletics that teaches you don't need to be perfect to achieve your goals. Like 80%, 90% consistency is what you need. And you actually should be doing that because you need some balance. Because what we see is that when you're hundred percent perfect, then there's going to come a point where you just want to be 0% and just like not care because you're so burned out. So all or nothing mindset is something that really holds people back because they will be a hundred percent all in, go, 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 go for a certain amount of time. And I say a certain amount of time, because you will burn out no matter how amazing someone is, no, no matter how crazy diligent and disciplined someone is, they're going to get to a point where they don't want to do that anymore. And they're going to want to be 0%. So if we can be okay and really retrain our brain to know that it's okay to be 80% consistent, it's okay to be 90% consistent, you can still see results, you're going to eliminate some of that all or nothing mentality when it comes to your fitness and nutrition. The second one is perfectionist mindset, which is kind of similar to all or nothing mindset, but just like really getting down on yourself when you're not really perfect with everything. And then that causes you to go into some bad behaviors or to undo some of that progress you have made because you are so focused on perfection. Fitness is not about perfection. And the sooner you can get that out of your head, the better. And the better off you will be on your fitness journey, the more successful you will be on your fitness journey, because life is not perfect. One thing I hate when people say is, oh, I need to wait for the right time to start a fitness journey. I need to wait for the right time to start coaching. I need to wait for the right time. Let me hate to break it to you. Like there's never going to be a right time to start literally anything in life. Think about any any part of your life that has been totally smooth and totally perfect to start a fitness journey, it, it doesn't exist. You're going to have a wedding, you're gonna have a birthday, you're gonna have something that comes up, and the more set on perfection you are, the more you're going to push off your goals because you're gonna be waiting for the perfect time rather than just making it do with the time you do have. Like, let's say you are in a super busy season of life. That doesn't mean you can't commit to a 15 minute walk a day or drinking a gallon of water or trying to get protein in at each meal, right? Those are super simple things that your perfectionist mindset is holding you back from because you think you need to be in a perfect setting in order to start your fitness journey. And that is going to always be something that holds you back. If perfectionism is something you struggle with. And this is something I've struggled with. That's why I. I'm good about talking about perfectionism because I definitely go towards the perfectionist tendencies and trying to be perfect with hitting my macros and perfect with whatever. And that's something you need to develop the skill to check yourself and think, oh my gosh, I'm tapping into some of that perfectionist tendency. I need to get out of that and replace that with better, more healthy behaviors and mindsets. The number three mindset thing is that you're stuck in your old ways and you're stuck in the past. So a lot of people I talk to, a lot of women I talk to, have tried a lot of things and have failed. And I was one of those people. I tried all the diets, all the workouts, everything. And I got to a point where I almost just gave up and was like, nothing's working. Maybe I should just stop. And being stuck in that pattern of thinking that nothing works for you it's nothing is going to work for you if you think that, right? So stop being stuck in your like old ways and stuck in the past of, oh, this stuff didn't work for me. Nothing's ever going to work for me because if you believe that, you're, nothing is going to work for you, right? Because your mind is going to be fighting you constantly. So if you can get in the mindset of, okay, maybe these things in the past didn't work, okay, let's try to find this thing that is going to work because I promise you once you do find that right thing for you, you'll be like, oh my gosh, that It all makes sense now. And I had to go through that trial and error to now appreciate the things I'm doing now that make me actually feel good and add to my life. So don't be stuck in your old ways and don't be stuck in the past when it comes to your fitness journey. The next one is thinking that you are like just speaking out loud, like your words that you are never going to be able to do this. You're not cut out for this. You can't, whatever, like be really mindful of your words. and That kind of goes into like the last one I just talked about of just like, making sure what you are speaking out loud is what you want. The things that we speak um, are going to dictate how your outcomes are. I love the Bible verse that's like your words can either speak life or death. And I totally 1000% believe that if we are speaking words of, oh, I can't do this, I'm going to give up, not falling through on the commitments you make to yourself and saying you're going to do something and then not doing it. All of those things are going to Make your fitness journey so much harder and just reaffirming to yourself that maybe you can't do it because you can't follow through because you are speaking this negativity out towards yourself. So remove the negativity that you're speaking out to yourself. There's already enough negativity in the world. We don't need to add more into our plate with our own brain, right? Be aware of the words that you are saying in your fitness journey because those are going to predict the outcome that you are going to have. If you say you're not going to lose weight with this you won't lose weight. If you say you're not going to get toned up with this plan or you're not going to be able to follow through, guarantee you won't be able to follow through. Instead, change that mindset. Change those words you're using of, I can do this. I get to do this. This is exciting. I'm excited to show up for myself. I'm excited to see all the progress and hard work I'm putting in, right? Change your mindset, change your words, change the energy that you're putting out there and you will receive that back. So that was the number one thing that is sabotaging your fitness journey, and that is the hardest thing to correct is your mindset. And one thing that really helped me by correcting my mindset was by having someone to hold me accountable to my mindset. And I know how hard it can be to get stuck in these mindset patterns of thinking negatively, of feeling nervous, scared, anxious, struggling with perfectionist mindset. And one thing that really helped me was having people to not rely on, but to check myself and hold me accountable when I was having these thoughts and to realize, wow, I don't need to be having this. I need to re-correct myself and to replace some of those mindsets with something different. And this is something that takes a ton of practice and it's not going to happen overnight, but once you retrain, your brain it is truly magical and will 100% change the game for you. The second thing that's sabotaging your fitness journey that you're probably not going to want to hear is the people and things you're surrounding yourself with. Have you ever heard the quote, you are like the five people that you hang around most? It's true. Look around, look at who your best friends are, look at who you are spending most of your time with, and you are probably a reflection of those people. And if those people are not living a healthy lifestyle, if those people are not goal-oriented and doing the things that you want to do, it's going to be really hard to make those changes in yourself because you're constantly in an environment that is hard to make that happen you know think about it as an aquarium with dirty water if the water is dirty the fish are not going to be able to survive right that is the same thing with the people and things you surround yourself with if you are not in a clean tank and things are thriving around you it's going to be really hard to achieve your fitness goals and to make your business goals happen and to have a successful and healthy thriving lifestyle you know You have to make sure that the tank is clean before you're able to really work on those things. And I am not talking, you have to cut these people out of your life, right? But maybe start thinking about, okay, how are these people influencing me? Are they influencing me in a good way? How can I maybe influence them to be a little bit healthier, right? Like maybe these people, they just don't know, or like they are literally looking for someone to do this journey with, right? So it's okay to kind of check yourself and think, okay, how is my environment influencing my decisions and what I'm am I doing at the moment? And to make those changes. Yes, that is hard. Yes, it's a hard truth, but people you surround yourself with is going to really dictate what you're doing on your fitness journey. And I, I get asked this a lot. Too of like, well, would you date anyone that's not like a bodybuilder? And like, that's not like the case. Or would you be friends with people that aren't in the fitness world? Like, that's not what I'm talking about. Like these people don't need to be like bodybuilders or in the fitness world, but they have to have similar mindsets and similar goals as you to be able to get to the point where you're at. And maybe they're not super into fitness or maybe they're not super into health or whatever. And that's okay. You don't need to be like, coach Abby, health junkie, like love all the things. You just have to have that mindset and know that the people you surround yourself with, if they are confident, if they are excited, if they are, um, if they do have goals and are goal driven, it's going to be a lot easier to thrive in your fitness journey because you're around people with similar interests and similar vibes to you. And um, that's one reason like I even like moved out here to Arizona because there's a lot of people that are very similar to me in that way. And it's a lot easier to like make friends, and have people that have those similar interests when you're in an environment that supports that. So I would really look at yourself and think, okay, how can I maybe either get out of some of these relationships or circumstances that are not adding to my life or are not conducive to my goals and maybe replace those or welcome new things in or try new things and go do new hobbies and just really focus on you know spending time and doing things that add to your life and that make you wanna show up as that best version of yourself. So that was the second one. I know that's a hard one to hear and it's not like you can just say goodbye to these people but maybe like limit your exposure instead of maybe hanging out every single week and going out and drinking or whatever, like spend one of those nights in and work on your business or spend one of the nights going on a walk with a friend or doing something like that that's a little bit more conducive to your goals. The number three thing is your habits. Your habits are going to dictate your progress you make in your fitness journey, and they can actually sabotage your progress as well. If you have unhealthy habits and you're doing these things on a regular basis, you are going to consistently struggle to achieve your goals, to live a healthy lifestyle because you're not doing it consistently. And if you think about your habits as a whole. And think about it almost as like a checklist, you know, you can see pretty easily where you're spending your time. Where you're spending your resources, your emotional energy, and if those habits are not moving yourself forward to your fitness goals, they're going to be moving you backwards. Um, I like to think of the analogy of looking at your bank account. If you look at your bank account, you can see where your priorities are, right? Like you look at my bank account and you see some. There's some gym gym wear like charges, some food charges, some fashion charges, some makeup charges. My facial girl, right? you can see where my priorities lie. So like, where do your priorities lie? You know, ask yourself that question, especially with your habits and where you're spending your time. If you look at my Google calendar, you can see where my priorities lie. Where do your priorities lie? If you can change your habits and you can change where you're spending your time, your money, your emotional energy, you're going to make so much more progress in your fitness journey because you are much more cognizant of those things. And it's going to take time to change these habits. I'd be lying if I said that I adopted every single one of my habits overnight. These took years for me to replace and recognize the habits that I was doing that I didn't even know I was doing. One thing, like just a very small thing, was I used to like totally be like a late night eater and I would eat super late at night and that would just like make not make me feel as good. I didn't even realize that that wasn't like the best habit for me until I had that like realization of whoa, maybe I need to push that back, right? these habits sometimes you don't even know are negative to your fitness journey. And there's something that you need to figure out for yourself. But if you look at your habits on like an upper level, like think about like a bird's eye view. Like if someone was looking into you, your life, it sounds creepy, but like if someone was looking into your house, into your life, like what would you feel like not embarrassed by, but like ooh, I probably need to change that, right? Like there's probably things that you do in your day-to-day. I know that there's certain things I do in my day-to-day that I need to improve and change on. And I'm self-aware of it. Like getting them on my phone in the morning, it's one of the hardest habits for me to break. Scrolling mindlessly before bed at night, Same thing, right? If you can be mindful of the habits that you need to change and just work on getting a little bit better every single day on those, eventually you're going to see a whole transformation in your life. I really love the book Atomic Habits because they talk about the 1% better mentality. So Think about your habits as just getting 1% better every single day. So for instance, if you want to have the habit of going on a morning walk, don't say, hey, every single day this next week, I'm going to go on a 60 minute morning walk. I'm going to do like something extreme. Instead, just say, okay, I'm going to start out by going on at least a five-minute walk every single day. Set the priority 1% better and you eventually will be 365% better by the end of the year. So your habits is going to completely dictate how you are operating and how successful your fitness journey is. If you don't change your habits or if you think like I need to go to some extremes or like live this lifestyle for a little bit and burn myself out, you are going to constantly be stuck in the same cycle and feel like you're spinning your wheels with little to no results because you aren't truly getting to the root of like, what habits are you doing? Check in with yourself and change those habits. One thing I think would be a great exercise for you if you don't even really know like what habits you're doing and like. You don't even realize some things are a habit. Like I said, like you probably don't even know some of the habits you're doing that are unhealthy habits or are healthy habits. We choose to ignore the unhealthy habits. Like, for instance, you don't, you sometimes don't even know you're doing these things. Like, you get home, you open a beer, you sit on the couch. Like, that's a habit. And you might not even think about that as a habit. So, what I would do is, for maybe a week, a week's probably extreme, like maybe three days, write down every single thing you are doing on a day-to-day basis and look at the commonalities, look at the themes, look at the things you're doing daily, look at the things you can do more of, look at the things you can do less of or replace. So that is the habit I would do, the habit, the exercise I would do to change those habits is to become aware of them and then replace or exchange those habits with something else that is more productive. Or like when you look at that version of yourself that you want to be, like what is that girl doing in her day-to-day life? Is she sitting on TikTok for two hours a night? Or is she like going for a sunset walk? Is she calling a friend? Is she reading a self-development book? Is she doing something that is adding to her life, doing a, a, face, a face mask or taking a long shower, right? Look at the things that you are doing and ask yourself, is that version of myself that I look up to doing those things? That's the reality check you need to give yourself. The next thing that is sabotaging your fitness journey is bouncing from thing to thing and never truly getting in routine with something or like giving something an actual shot. More times than not, I see women bouncing from diet to diet to workout to exercise studio to another diet. And it is just really difficult. And there's a lot of different things that are, they're just bouncing from just place to place and they're never actually sticking with one thing and seeing if it actually works. What we find is that you need at least three weeks of being super, super consistent with something to even see if it needs to be changed. As a coach, one of my big jobs is to not, um, not, not listen, but not listen to like the rash decisions. Because a lot of times, if the scale doesn't change after a week, or if the scale doesn't change after two weeks, or you don't see progress in a week or two weeks, it's easy to freak out. I do the same thing when I'm in a deficit, or if I'm on my fitness journey, I'm like, nothing's changed in a week. I got to make a change and that is going to constantly hold you back from achieving your goals because you're being too reactionary with your decisions, with your health and fitness. So reactionary decisions is not going to lead you to the results you want and making sure that you are being consistent with something truly 80% for a few weeks is going to actually allow you to make the decision of, okay, is this working? is this not working? If you are not being consistent with something, you literally have no idea if it's even working for you. And more often than not, women are doing random workouts, random diets. There's no like consistency with anything. So Who even knows? Maybe, maybe keto would have worked for you, but you did it for two weeks and you said, oh, nothing's happening. And then you jumped to something else and then that didn't work and that didn't work. And then you just like kind of go down this cycle. So if you can be consistent with something and really see, get the data, see how you're feeling, you're going to not sabotage your journey because you're actually being just very deliberate with your journey and intentional instead of reactionary and just jumping from thing to thing just after a very emotional decision, right? Making decisions on your health and fitness journey off of emotions is one of the worst things you can do because you're not doing it based off of anything. It's based off of just, oh, I feel this way. I need to make a change. And there's nothing like necessarily wrong with that, but it's probably when it comes to your fitness and health, not going to be the most productive thing because it makes this space for being reactionary to your progress and your goals. And if we're making decisions based off of emotion of, oh my gosh, I overate this weekend I need to change this or I need to do this or my weight's up, you're going to constantly be in that cycle of making changes based off of emotion instead of like actual progress and whether this is really working or not working. So bouncing from thing to thing is definitely sabotaging your fitness journey on just kind of like a smaller level, just like doing different workouts every single week. Like that's going to be, something that is really difficult like if you're doing a different leg day every single week you're never going to build muscle you're never going to see progress same thing with diet if you're doing a different diet every single week you're never going to see progress because you really don't know what to change and one thing i mean i love as a coach when i see a client do is when they're super consistent with their diet nutrition when i'm saying consistent i'm not saying perfect 80% 90% consistent And I'm actually able to look at the data and make changes based on what they're doing rather than based on emotion or based on, oh, this isn't, I think this isn't working. Like, let's actually look at the data and see what's going on to then make an educated change. So that is what I'm big on is with your fitness, it's super easy to get emotional and to bounce from something at the moment of thinking, oh, my gosh, this isn't working. When in reality, we got to wait it out. Your body is smart. It does a lot of things. It adjusts, it adapts. It has a lot of things and processes and a lot of things going on. So we have to give it time to also catch up to those changes. So that was the fourth thing. Number five is focusing on the outcome and not the journey. This is a hard pill to swallow. If you are focused so much on your physical outcome, you're Probably going to fail nine times out of 10 on your fitness journey and on your goal as a whole because you're too focused on what is to come that you're not focused on now and the journey and enjoying the enjoying the process. If you don't enjoy the process, if you don't trust the process, you're not going to get to that outcome. Because if we're so focused on the outcome, the second things get hard, the second we have a week of no progress, the second we have a stressful situation happen, we're going to quit. Because having an outcome based goal is great until something comes up that takes priority and you realize, wow, looking good in a bikini maybe isn't as important as I thought it was. You got to enjoy the journey and all the things you're learning in the process. It's not about looking good in a swimsuit. It's not about getting down the 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds. It's about learning how to make these decisions in your life and to follow through in what you set out you're going to do and to really focus on the outcome or not focus on the outcome, focus on the journey of what you are doing. Because like at the end of the day, like, why are you here? Why are you working on your fitness? It's probably deeper than looking good in a swimsuit or wanting to fit into those jeans. It's probably, I need to change my lifestyle so I can show up as the best version of myself, the healthiest version of myself. And that isn't an outcome. That's part of the journey. And you are going to learn all of those things along the journey. If you're always focused on the outcome, you'll get to that outcome and it'll feel very hollow. Like, wow, I'm down the 15 pounds. <laughs> now what? Right? There's always going to be something. There's always going to be something more like, oh, now maybe I need to do an extra five pounds or maybe I need to do this or this. Whereas if you focused on the journey of like, wow, I'm down those 15 pounds and I learned how to have the confidence with myself and I learned about macros and I can now like squat 135 pounds. I can do 10K steps without being out of breath. That is focused on the journey. Focus on the journey. Focus on the progress you are making outside of just physical progress because. You will achieve that goal or else you you should achieve that goal. And if you don't have a deeper why of why you're doing this, it's not going to have longevity. And that is something I learned pretty harshly on my fitness journey is that I thought I definitely started this with an outcome goal. I was like, I want to look this certain way. I want to be this certain weight. And I vividly remember getting to the point where I was a certain weight that I had been like (laughs) wanting my whole life. And just thinking, that was it. Wow! And it was a really humbling moment to realize like it wasn't about the number. It was about everything I've learned. And realizing, okay, I'm this this weight on the scale. So what? Like, I'm proud of myself for having a better relationship with food now. I'm proud of myself for recorrecting these mindsets. I'm proud of myself for getting back in the gym and be being consistent and doing all those things. Focusing on the journey and not the outcome is the ultimate key to success when it comes to not sabotaging your fitness journey. If I, if this episode was titled like five things, sabotaging your 10 pound fat loss, like maybe that the outcome would be a little bit um, more important, but this is about the journey and like you having longevity in this journey, because it's not about losing the weight. It's about keeping it off. It's about wanting to wanting to actually invest in your health for a lifetime, not just for the moment. So those are the five most common things that are sabotaging your fitness journey. Hopefully this wasn't too calling you out. And honestly, if it did call you out, good. That was the purpose of this episode. And honestly, I wish I would have heard these few things when I started my fitness journey because I was so focused on the outcome. I was so focused on making these reactionary changes and I didn't even think about how my mindset could be holding me back. I just thought it was my nutrition plan. I thought it was my macros and my fitness, my workouts. Um, when it was so much deeper than that, and it probably is, um, deeper than that for you too. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share this episode. I would love that. That would be the ultimate form of flattery and have a good rest of your week. I'll be back next week with another new podcast.